You're listening to Asbury University's Chapel Podcast, recorded live from our campus in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury's Chapel Service hosts speakers from around the world to inspire academic excellence and spiritual vitality. We hope you enjoy today's message. I think I've done this right. I did it right. I am so happy to be with you today and actually be in a chapel service I'm from Chicago, and you know, restrictions are fascinating. And so um, I know some people might think, oh, we were in chapel, but we're all separated. I, this feels good. I can tell you all feel so good, too, especially you having this front seat for all of chapel. That is really good. I am happy to be here, and I, I'm just happy about what the Lord has been doing. So what I'm going to share with you first is a story about somebody who lived in Wilmore. And it's not about me, so you you know how people come and say, when I was here, that kind of thing. But I want to tell you about a woman who lived here in Wilmore. And her name was Irene. Uh, She was not a professor. She was not an employee. Of the university. She was not jumpy, you know, and she was quiet, a quiet woman, and her name was Irene Howell. Now, I don't know how I was blessed so much to meet her because her husband was a science professor, and I I did not even know where the science building was, nor did I care. So obviously you can tell I was a social work major. (laughs) Um, But she and her husband became our class advisors. And she just was um, one of those quiet, gentle, nice, sweet women who lived here in Wilmore. And if I think about who had deepest impact on me to just gently um, be patient with me while I was running around jumping and screaming and doing everything, she would just be present with me, interested in who I was, uh, praying for me. So uh, when I think about Wilmore, I think about Irene Howell. So I just want to tell you today, that's part of what I'm telling you about. So what we are going to be looking at is uh, Luke 18. Luke 18, eight verses, and it's Jesus talking to his disciples. And Luke 18, verse 1 says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, In a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God or cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Give me justice against my adversaries. For some time, he ignored her. But then finally he said to myself, even though I don't fear God 
or care what people say, yet because this widow keeps coming and bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she does not eventually come and attack me. Jesus said, listen to what that judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes to earth, will he find faith on the earth? So here's this parable. Jesus is talking to his disciples, and I think the point is, too, that Jesus didn't just plop parables. I think I'll plop one here, and then I think I'll plop one there. It's a part of his whole it's part of his whole story to us as disciples. It's not just, well, I think I'll throw this in and then we'll talk about, you know, where I go next and do that. No, this is an important part of what he's been talking to his disciples about. And what he's been talking to them about is how to be a disciple. I've called you to give your life. I've told you that unless you lay down your life and take up your cross, you can't be my follower. I've started telling you that I'm going to suffer. I'm going to die. I'm going to rise again. And he can see the look in their eyes that they hear him, but they're still trying to put flesh on it. I hear what you're saying. What does it look like? And I think this parable is part of that continuing story to him to say, this is what a disciple of Jesus looks like. This is what it looks like, and this is what it doesn't look like. It's, he's giving what it looks like and what it doesn't look like. He wanted them, and, and, he, and in this parable, he tells them, up front what it means. Most parables, we don't get the upfront meaning. Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and don't give up. And I'm so grateful. Says, you know, when you go to those little small group Bible studies and they say, well, what, does this, what do you think the scripture means? Well, you, you don't have to make up an answer right? It, obviously, Jesus said it means a disciple is going to be somebody who always prays and who doesn't give up. Now, I want to tell you the truth about um, myself. I have abused this parable. Uh, and it, uh, it, it has worked. Uh, I have often uh, channeled uh, this widow. I have channeled myself as a very unfortunate person who needs somebody to pay attention to me, and I can get what I want. So I can go up, 
when it's time, not, not before COVID, but the other one, when it was time to get a vaccine and Walgreens says, well, you have to call on the phone to get an appointment. I can go up and knock on the door and say, excuse me, I know it says I'm supposed to have an appointment, but do you think you could give me one now? Do you think you could give me one now? And I can see, I go every day. I was just wondering if you could give me another appointment. Uh, tickets aren't available. I sent my husband up to get Christmas tickets to something because they said online there are no tickets. I said, go up there and here's what you say. I know there are no tickets available, but could you give them to me? Could you give them to me? Now, have you ever done that? Just, or am I the only one? Are you with me? Thank you. You know, uh, nagging sometimes really works. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, they're giving out free T-shirts. If you just nag to get that T-shirt, like, no more T-shirts available. Well, I was just, you know, I love those T-shirts so much. You think you could give me one? Nag, 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 nag. You know, do all that. And sometimes I felt like, well, if I don't nag, I won't get it. And I don't think I'm the only one who has often done that. I abused the parable. I missed the point of it. Now, growing up, they would call this parable the parable of the importunate widow. Have you heard that phrase? The parable of the importunate widow. And I thought that that meant um, poor, needy, you know, but I, looked, I finally looked up the meaning of the word. It means persistent, especially to the point of annoyance. What? <laughs> it doesn't sound like that's the meaning of that word. Um, so when we get this picture of this widow, um, she's needy. She has a right to have justice. And the only way she's going to get it is if she just powers through and nags. And that's the only way this judge is going to listen to her. And God, Jesus himself, is saying, I want to show you that you should always pray and not give up. And now what I'm going to show you is how not to do it. So the parable is not a parable to say God is like this. It's a parable to say God isn't like this. You don't have to go at God like that. It's not comparison, it's contrast. And Jesus wants to show us a better way. He wants to show us the way of a disciple. Look at the way the world does it. An unjust judge. No regard for God. No care about people around him. No caring about doing his own job. Look at the way the world does it. A widow. No help. No justice maybe a little courage, maybe a little in your face. Nobody there for her. 
grabbing at justice, just grabbing, you know, wherever you can get it. And Jesus wants to tell us the world can look like this, but as a disciple, your prayer is not that. That's not your prayer. Your prayer is that you have this relationship with a God who hears, a God who brings about a justice that is deeper, deeper than anything you can imagine. Moses prayed to a God like that. Nehemiah prayed to a God like that, always praying, not giving up. Anna and Simeon, they prayed to a God like that. I don't see it now, but I serve a God who brings about justice. He delights to bring about justice to his chosen ones who pray to him night and day. And as disciples of Jesus, I can live on the top of that parable, and then Jesus showed them, da-da-da-da-da. I can live on, on the covers of that parable. He delights to bring about justice. I can pray to him night and day, or I can live in the middle. I can live in either one of those places. And I have to confess that Jesus has to keep drawing me out of the middle and helping me to live by faith through the Holy Spirit on those edges. And these are the deep questions that reveal how we feel, how we feel as disciples of Jesus. Now, that's the decision we make, are we? Are we a disciple of Jesus? And that's the process, the work we're going through. To um, Some of us have been, we're there, and some of us were searching, you know. Uh, but that decision to be a disciple carries with it this invitation from Jesus to be a person prayer who keeps on praying and does not give up. And here are the questions. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? So that question this morning is for us. God, do I believe that you bring about justice? You bring it about that I don't have to do this. I'm not saying that we don't have to stand up for something. I'm saying this attitude of our heart that unless I do this, you won't listen to me. You don't listen to me unless I pound away. So that question is, will God bring about justice? Because you are his chosen one. Do you feel that today? Do you feel the blessing that as a disciple of Jesus, I am one of his chosen ones. 
and I practice that habit, I practice that habit of always praying and not giving up because I trust him, because I believe him, because I've taken up my cross and I follow him daily. And as soon as the Holy Spirit reveals anything more to me that there's not a trust, I'm bringing that to him and I'm getting out of the middle of that parable because I, I am not that parable. I'm Jesus. I am a Jesus person. Will he bring about justice? The other question there is, will he keep putting them off? And he does ask that question, and sometimes we know what the Sunday school answer is, don't we? Oh, no, he won't. But what do we feel in our gut, in our heart? And will God not bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him night and day? Will he keep putting them off? There are things you're praying for and you haven't seen the dial move at all. Will you keep praying and not put it off and trust that God will bring around justice? I spoke to Mrs. Howell Oh, 30 years on, I was in her home here. And she just gently said, oh, I do. I, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I said, you do, Mrs. Howell? She said, there's nothing else to do. So I get up at 4.30, and I walk the streets of Wilmore. Oh, Mrs. Howell. Now, this is Chicago speaking. Weren't you a little afraid walking around? Uh, she said, my dear, it's Wilmore. It's Wilmore. I said, what do you do when you're walking? She said, well, since you came to college, all your class, I pray for every one of you by name as I'm walking around Wilmore. Thirty years later, I pray for you by name. And I ask God, whenever God impresses on me to pray for you, I pray for you by name. Well, um, that has done something to me. Now, it has not told me to get up at 4.30 in the morning. And I'm not telling you to get up at 4.30 in the morning tomorrow and walk the streets of Wilmore. I'm telling you to get the heart of that. I'm a person who prays. And I'll pray until I die. And when she died, she took that heritage with her for our class. I just wonder how many of our lives were protected and guarded because she prayed and because she was faithful and it didn't bother her to pray until she died. Until she died. And we pray that, we pray for God to help us to be those kind of disciples who pray to him night and day. She prayed.
The other thing Jesus said, he, he got finished with that parable and he said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And it's not in the scripture, but I'm going to add this part. Um, listen to what I say. What I want to hear what I say. I want to hear that what I say and how I react and what I do reflects um, Jesus. Listen to what you've said this week. What have you said to yourself about God? What have you said to yourself about being a disciple? What have you said about faith? What has your Christian walk shown you? What would it speak? What have you said? Listen. Listen to what the unjust judge says. Listen to what I say, God. I'm sitting here nagging on that unjust judge. What am I saying about you? How does my life reflect who you are? Time for us to think about it. And he says, however, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find faith on the piece of earth where you're standing? Will he find faith? My friend Chaslin is here, and she is going to pray a prayer. Uh, it's an old poem to the tune of Shenandoah. She's going to pray this prayer first, and then I'm going to invite all of us to pray this prayer. Amid everything that we do, Lord, I want you to make my place, my heart a quiet place, and I want you to dwell there. I want you to do it. And you know, here's the thing. If, even if I, don't, if I don't know what that discipleship thing is, being a disciple, Lord, I'm aiming for it, and I'm open, and I want you to help me to be that kind of a disciple. We pray that prayer, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth. However the Lord is impressing you, please hear her prayer, and then we're going to pray that prayer together. We're going to sing that prayer together. The ensemble's going to play. And just gently, if there's something you want to do to affirm that you want to be that kind of a disciple, you want to... You want to be that person who prays and doesn't give up. You want to be that kind of person that when Jesus Christ comes, he'll find faith in your little peace, in your little place of the earth. I invite you to do something. You stand to say that you're, you're praying that prayer or you're making a decision about it. If you need to pray, come and pray. Um, but we're going to gently sing that together, and I ask you to uh, pray that don't, don't sing it, but you know what I mean. Pray it. Pray it with a, a melody voice, and just ask God to do it for you, and I'm going to pray it for myself. So let's, let's pray that together.